My name is Thais Gibson, and I'm the co-owner and creator of the Personal Development School. This is your daily breakthrough video, and in this video, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about why it can be so hard to leave a failing relationship. So this is a problem I see many people struggle with, and a lot of people will know, like, the relationship isn't working, the other person's not willing to put in the effort, you know, I'm feeling unfulfilled, and yet they stay. And I've seen this in my practice so for so long with so many different individuals where they come into my office, it's the first meeting and they go, I've been unhappy for 15 years in a marriage, or I've been unhappy for, you know, seven years and I'm dating somebody and they don't want to, you know, be serious. And we just have this off and on relationship and we're not even committed to one another. Or, you know, and we see dynamic after dynamic after dynamic like this. And what I want you guys to understand that the, is that there's a reason this stuff happens. And in fact, there's a few key reasons. And there's also some things you can do to really leverage and create change. So number one, the first reason this often happens is because it's part of our subconscious comfort zone. So we tend to be attracted to things outside of us that represent a very strong reflection of our internal reality and in the relationship to self. So let's just say, for example, that I'm very critical to myself all day, okay? And let's pretend that I am mean to myself in my internal dialogue and I beat myself up for things and I say, that was stupid, you're an idiot, you'll never be good enough, you fail at everything, blah, blah, blah. How do you think I feel when somebody outside of me is also critical and also is challenging? Well, I feel triggered. But at the same time, it feels familiar. And while it's upsetting, my alarm bells will not go off in the same way that they will if I'm securely attached, if I'm gentle and compassionate in my internal dialogue. And if I'm like, oh, you know what? You made a mistake. That's okay. Human beings make a mistake. Okay, what did I do wrong? What is the root reason of why I made this mistake? How can I be better next time? And how can I be accountable? And what do I need to do to, to solve the problem? If I go about things like that, instead of, oh, you're an idiot, you are this, that, and the other, you know, then if somebody comes along and talks to me like that and is rude, you know, and is speaking to me, like I speak to myself in my internal dialogue, if I'm the critical person, if somebody outside of me comes and speaks to me that way, if I'm not the critical person in my internal world, if I'm kind, compassionate, accountable, and, and rational about things, I'm not like, oh, you're perfect. You know, I'm going, oh, I made a mistake. Okay. What can I do about it? How can I solve for it? You know, and, and I'm about the solution instead of beating myself up for the problem. Then when someone outside of me comes into my world and they're rude or mean or cruel in the way they speak to me, I have no time for that. That's not even like comfortable. My alarm bells are like, what is going on here? And my alarm bells will seriously go off and it won't be a match and I'll move away from that situation. But if I am self-critical, my alarm bells will be like, oh, this doesn't feel good and this is sad and I'll feel some pain about it, but I'll keep going back and, and I'll, you know, I won't be so quick to leave at least because this person is treating me exactly like I treat myself and in my internal world. And the subconscious mind wants familiar, familiarity because familiarity equals safety and safety equals survival. And at the root level, we are wired for survival first and emotional well-being is way further down the line. So what happens is we tend to prioritize the things that are familiar. We tend to keep going back to those things and being attracted to them. So what we have to recognize is if somebody outside of us is not treating us fairly, if they're dismissing us, where do I dismiss my own feelings and needs? 
if they are not making us feel like we're important to them? Where do I not make myself feel important in the relationship to myself? Where do I not encourage myself or validate myself? In fact, maybe I, I'm critical towards myself instead. I'm afraid of somebody abandoning me. They, they keep going away. They keep leaving. Where do I keep abandoning myself, my desires, my dreams, my, you know, whatever it might be in any of the seven areas of life, my feelings, needs, et cetera. So sometimes we don't leave a failing relationship and we stay stuck in things that we know aren't working for us at a conscious level, but it's because our subconscious mind has these different needs. It's getting met like familiarity. And so we, we latch on and we, we make excuses for, for the person or the situation instead of saying, okay, it's time for me to leave. Now, um, another big reason that I want you to also understand is sometimes we also fear leaving a relationship because the core wounds are still unresolved within us and they're so large parts of our internal programming. Sometimes we also um, don't want to leave because we're afraid to feel those huge wounds. So how the subconscious mind works is we basically get imprinted by past experiences, painful events. And the subconscious mind stores all memory ever. It consolidates memories over time and it changes them a little bit. And there's, you know, that's its own whole story, but it stores all the emotion attached to the memory as well. So if I have, let's say, let's pretend I'm an anxious, preoccupied person and I have 500 experiences throughout childhood and past relationships of feeling like there was inconsistency, feeling like I was emotionally abandoned, feeling like somebody was about to abandon me. You know, and every time I'm like, in pain and trauma around it. And I feel so afraid. Well, my subconscious stores, the memory stores, the memory stores, the memory 500 times. Right. And for some people, it's, they felt like that throughout childhood constantly. And it was thousands of times, but, but what happens is the subconscious stores all this emotion. And, and then when something happens to me now, you know, let's pretend tomorrow. I don't just feel the fear of abandonment from tomorrow's event. I feel it from tomorrow's event combined with all the past unresolved emotional stuff built up from other experiences. And my subconscious mind basically goes, oh, I might be abandoned. What do we know about abandonment? And it like opens the file folder and all that subconscious emotion is flooding to the surface. So you can sort of think of it happening that way. And sometimes when we inherently know we have such a big wound around something and we're so afraid to feel all that suffering and pain again, we will stay in things and we'll make excuses for things just because we are actually prioritizing not feeling abandoned, for example, or whatever the core wound is alone, um, as if we're not good enough, rejected, you know, whatever those wounds are, we're prioritizing avoiding them instead of prioritizing hey, I'm not fulfilled in this relationship. I need to make changes and do something about it. So that can be a big part of the reason as well that this happens. Now, how we change these things is we learn to change these things in the relationship to ourselves first. So the things that are not working outside of us, somebody's dismissing us, we stop dismissing ourselves. We learn to change our comfort zone in the relationship to self. And I can't say it enough, like your relationship to yourself will be one of the single most important factors in all of the relationships outside of you in your workplace, with your friends, with your family members, like if you can get that right, if you can be kind, compassionate, helpful, understanding, accountable, responsible, 
um, make yourself feel important and loved, prioritize your boundaries and needs and allow yourself to take up space. Be forgiving to yourself. If you can get these things right, which by the way, the personal development school has all the courses for you to do this stuff. And when you go in, there's a track to take you through this based on your attachment style, which things you can prioritize and what order that will literally get you these results. It's all intentionally created for you to be able to move through these major problems in a very time effective and very efficient way. And when you go through, like when you get these things right and you learn to just repattern these things, well, now you are securely attached inside in the relationship to self, which means now you're attracted to securely attached people outside of you. And you don't find these old patterns of somebody dismissing you attractive because it's no longer reflecting the way you dismiss yourself. It's no longer a subconscious comfort zone and you're not seeking it out to create that familiarity that you're attracted to any longer. So it's really important to be aware of these things. And and if you find yourself in this position, you know, what you really want to do is identify all these patterns that keep you here. What are they? And then what needs can I meet? How can I change these patterns within myself? And again, like subconscious reprogramming, reprogramming tools. If you want to dive into that emotional mastery and belief reprogramming course, or the 21 tools for reprogramming the subconscious mind, both are inside of PDS. There's a, a money back guarantee. If you're not over the moon with them, you can check it out in the description box below. Um, but those will be really important things. And so what you're trying to do is you're trying to isolate these patterns, change them in the relationship to yourself, heal them, and then also work through those core wounds so that you don't stay in a relationship because you're going, well, I'd rather be unhappy in the relationship than feel the, the intense pain of abandonment on the other end. Okay. So you learn to work through those things. Now, of course, you might be in a failing relationship and you can turn it around. And that's also a big possibility. Um, and that happens from like really learning emotional literacy, learning what your needs are, learning how to communicate your needs and see them through, learning how to meet your own needs halfway, setting your boundaries, learning to communicate more effectively. Um, we have courses on boundaries, conflict resolution, communication, um, core wound reprogramming, all in the school as well. So you can check those out. But these are the, the steps just in general that you really want to be taking um, if you're trying to turn a relationship around as well and, and reprogramming your attachment style. And if you learn these, these few core things, it is also a possibility to be able to change things completely. So hopefully this makes a whole lot of sense. Thank you for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe if you're getting a lot of value out of these videos. And I will see you in the next one.